0: Welcome back to Helmets Playoff Edition.
1: Yeah, we were, we took a week off because I, I went on holiday. Uh, so that's silly. What a silly thing to do in January. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, I'm in Thailand. Uh, it's been it's been interesting. Um, yeah. In Thailand, they don't uh, show. Well, obviously, like they're kind of out of the time zone for kind of professional sport. So what their mm. thing is is they just play the full replays of the games. Like just during the night, like so in the evening, you go to a bar and there'll be like a Premier League game on that took place that morning, and oh, they right. just show it in its entirety. And that same thing, that same thing happened with the NFL playoffs, which is pretty cool. So, like while I was in Bangkok, I got to see uh, the Dolphins lose over and over again. Every bar Lit. is it, which was nice. Yeah,
0: yeah, lovely, perfect. You try, you know you go halfway around the world and get reminded you're a fucking loser. Um, and speaking of losers, I've seen f- three. Yeah, go on. Speaking of losers, I have a statement to make here, right? And that is this. If the Cowboy, if the Dallas Cowboys have a million haters, I'm one of them. If the Dallas Cowboys have 10 haters, I'm one of them. If, if Dallas Cowboys have only one hater, that is me. And if they have no haters, that means I'm dead. If the world is for the Cowboys, I am against the world, right? Fuck you, Dallas. You're out. And I'm so happy, especially because, let's be honest... I really, really, really thought after the first week of the playoffs, I was going to have to eat my <laughs> They played so well. And I was like, oh, shit, they're going to do amazingly. And then, but, you know, I, my, I should have trusted my instincts. I should have trusted my instincts. They're not America's team. America's team is maybe the Patriots. Maybe the Patriots. Right now, right now, suck it, Dallas. I'm so happy that you're out. Um yeah. But also, a, they went out. They went a out. Remarkable in the, ending. <laughs> Walter They went out in the most Dallas fucking way I've ever seen. And also, in a play that is being uh, their final play, is being discussed by analysts as one of the worst plays
1: in history. <laughs> Which I love. Yeah. I mean, I thought I thought the Patriots doing their silly play. Well, I mean, obviously that was just bonehead. But this one was set up. So stupidly, let's let's get onto that because that was the second round. They did win the game, yeah. Uh, but as of today, uh, Jalen Hurts' parents were able to fuck give birth to Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts was then able to complete his entire life uh, and then get into an AFC Championship game uh, quicker than the Dallas Cowboys were able to do it. Uh, because they have now not been in an NFC Championship game since 23 years now, yeah. so that's hilarious. So, and um, then there were four. But yeah, we we, we did take yeah. a week off, and then there um, were four.
0: Yeah, we and took a week off. Some
1: fucking games.
0: Should we? Um. So, like, should we just qu- quickly sum up Wild Card Weekend? Um. I I think that you know, obviously, a lot of our our listeners will uh, will know what happened in Wild Card Weekend. But basically, uh, my brief thoughts on Wild Card Weekend is that the games themselves were really, really, really good and really fun, but nobody lost. Nobody lost who you wouldn't expect to. Um,
1: technically, particularly think, people we've said, particularly yeah. I think there was one big upset, but we've been calling that as a potential upset all year. So I'm talking yeah. specifically about Vi- Vikings giants, which was yeah. a fantastic game. Um, and it was, you know, we, we, we've always said this season that there's two uh, paper tigers in I- either side. One's the Vikings yeah. on in the NFC and one is uh, the Bills in the AFC. And yeah. this was a good example of the underdog January Giants coming through and just having their way uh, with a team that's supposed to have uh, 13 fucking wins in the regular season against uh, the 10 from the, the yeah. Giants. This should have been a walkover for the Vikings and they just fucking sucked. And they're at home uh, against the low... Uh, very low. See, they scraped in by the skin of their teeth. Um, just you know, they didn't even really do anything wrong, and that's what I think is quite interesting about about these um, about that team when they have lost is they haven't really mm. done anything wrong, but they just conceded more points than they scored. But which is what that... their problem has been every time they lost.
0: They the Vikings have actually conceded. Um, when you look at their season, the Vikings have actually conceded one of the most amount of points of any team. Uh, their their actual and their actual point scores to points scored against and differential is really is not the sort of um differential you'd expect to see from a winning team, and yet they've won that many games. And it's just like it's one of those things where I I look that up because. You know, the, uh, we, we talked a lot about the eye test. They just never really passed fully. We never fully trusted them. And they never really passed the eye test of a really good team. And uh, despite having like really good stretches, like I just, and so I had to look at, and it's one of those things where I just looked up stats to see if any stats like confirmed, whether I was just... I looked the stats up to see if they confirmed my prejudice or whether I was being just stupid about this. And they just... Did, they weren't that good. And I was like, yeah, that's... And when they lost, I was like, yeah, Paper Tiger confirmed. Like, quick question about the Giants, though, who did play well and uh, in that game and were... I know we had some sort of ups and downs about the Eagles, but it does look that, like, in some cases, when a team rests players, um, it's a bit more of a case that they kind of lose momentum in this case because the Eagles, I think have been such a regular season powerhouse wrestling them just made them like energetic. So they, they absolutely steamed them in the, um, they, they stormed over the giants in the in, in the, in the, in the, in the second round. Having said that, there's been a lot of talk about whether the Giants should actually consider doing what the Eagles have done and try and get oh, no. Daniel Jones's replacement. Now, whilst that team is good. And I'm not sure. I feel like Daniel Jones looks kind of like a January-ish quarterback. But
1: uh, Dan, Dan, they, Daniel Jones, I think if you think about where Eli was in the beginning, it's, it's a kind of a comparable thing. I just think that they are, they are a team that has an identity now. They're a team that has a, a really good playoff win under their belt. And there's going to, there's loads and loads of space to grow. Um, I don't think this is the end of the road for them. Um, and also, you know, losing thirty-eight-seven in in the divisional round against the best team really in the league um, is is a big score. But mm. there's loads to take away from that. You know, they they just were they 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 did kind of fuck it up a little bit. But the the Eagles did what they did. They scored twenty-eight points in the first half and conceded nothing. And then they just kind of let it go. And they, they, you weren't going to score past them after that. And then there's no reason, real reason, for them to you know power on. Even though yeah. he didn't score, then ten points in the fourth yeah. quarter, um, it was it was very very it was a good telling game, and it's exactly what the Eagles fans needed to really kind of put their worries aside. I mean, Jalen didn't have a great game. He didn't he didn't really put up some really gaudy numbers, but he did what, what was needed to be done. He did his job, which is what they've really been doing all season, uh, particularly on the defense, particularly on the offensive line. Um, the running game was really really good for them as well um so yeah I mean it sets up a dream match like the the Eagles versus the 49ers for the AFC uh, for the NFC championship spectacular yeah my compliments <laughs> to the chef
0: <laughs> I, I so what is your super Bowl prediction is the it still the same? prediction
1: is still yeah it's 49ers versus the Chiefs yeah, uh, but I think the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are going to win. Well, I don't know. We'll get to that because the Chiefs had um, a couple of really cool matches that took place. Uh, but if we go start back at the um, at the AFC Wild Card round, uh, we must talk about the greatest comeback in playoff history: the London Jags beating the Chargers in an absolutely stunning turn of events. What the yes. best ever turnaround by by the numbers. No, not quite. So it was 27-7 by at the half. And I would say the most important player of that game was, or the most important series of that game was the Jags scoring just before the half, going in with something on the board, uh, and then coming back and scoring just like a shitload of points, 24 points in the second half, winning the game against the Chargers. Uh, and I think that this shows really that, you know, I think the Chargers are a very good team. They, they, you know, Herbert. I've said I've sung his praises before, but maybe this is one of those big games where you you, you wanted to see him close it close it out because that's what the best teams have done so far in the playoffs. They've closed the door. They've said this is it. And these these are the teams that have gone through. Um, it, what we were just saying about the Eagles. This is literally what you have to do to be good, and they fucked it. Like that's yeah. that's no make no mistake. They have really fucked up.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They really, they really, really did. Like, I. Um, I think that the. Um, so sorry, sorry, I'm just getting my head into gear. It is the morning for me. Um, the the, the charges, the charges. Honestly, like, are uh, Either of them really could have won that, but the 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 Jags are a great story. You know, the Jags like, and we also we predicted it. <laughs> We predict it. Also, you know what? The Jags could have been in the sorry, let's not let's do the games in order. We did predict it. Um so wildcard weekend. the fuck ups are the Vikings, they really screwed it. Um the uh the ja- the uh, the Chargers and they really fucked it. Yes,
1: Buffalo Bills, as we've been saying, are this paper to Tiger. They're not as good as everyone says. And if I was a Bills fan. I would have known something was wrong during the Bills only narrowly beating a Skylar Thompson-led Dolphins team, who kind of had an opportunity to at least take the take the game to overtime, but for a terrible series of events that probably wouldn't have happened under a third-string QB, uh, timing out the game, getting, an, uh, getting a delay of game penalty, and then the runoff, and then it was basically finished the game. It was so close, and the Dolphins are very unlucky, Obviously they did it themselves, but it's an unlucky unlucky series of events. And the Bills are just you looking at the Bills going, You should have beaten the shit out of Skylar Thompson there. And then what happens the following week? They go up against the Bengals and they don't even turn up. And this is a, the the Bengals game, you know, that's steep there's a lot of shit going on in that game. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of storylines, you know. You've got your 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 player who nearly died in that game a few weeks ago. You know, like, you've got to be playing, it's in the snow, you're at home. Yeah. And you don't turn up. It's uh, I'd be worried. You know, I, we, were talk, we were talking over over mess, and I think that Alan's he's really really good. But how many bites of the cherry are you going to have before you can get like a Super Bowl? Like it's it, he's not always he's not always going to have yeah. Stephon Diggs with him. He's going to have to learn new things, and I think he's a. It's it's more negative than it is positive. Really, this is a very telling loss for them.
0: Yeah, so you know what? Like um so so there's a couple of things that happened in that game that I want to bring up. Firstly, at the end, um uh, Steph uh, they saw that Stefan Diggs like absolutely kicking off at Josh Allen and then like apparently he like stormed out of the building. Now, whatever, like the these tantrums happen all the time. We had a whole episode about how wide receivers are divas, like not that's not surprising, but I think and, and but I, I, another thing is that like um I I saw a bit of discussion about this and like I think I agree is people, um, I saw a, a bit of a discussion where people se- said, is Josh Allen going to end up being like Tony Romo or Philip Rivers? And I think that there is a, unless they do, the Bills do something quite serious, like the Bills should not think that, you know what, we're still one of the really good teams. Um, We'll, you know, new season next year, let's go. That's The the Bills actually, in my opinion, do need to do something pretty big. Like losing Von Miller. Remember at the start of the season where the Bills' front four was so fucking scary on defence that they were able to – they were getting sacked. They had a ridiculous sack total without even sending blitzes. Losing Von Miller was huge for them. The Bills need to completely – the Bills need to go back to basics – uh, and retool their fucking defense and make it nasty again. Like, uh, and they need to, because otherwise, yes, they're going to end up being like the Chargers under Rivers or the Cowboys under Romo. Like, always, yeah, a proper, always the bridesmaid, never the bride team. And it's that simple.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, and then like, what's going to happen is, you know, he's going to get to the end of his career and he's going to move on and he's going to win a Super Bowl. Like, he's going to go somewhere else. And like, he'll be like, <laughs> 38 39 years old maybe i don't know, even yeah probably by the time he's old enough to play he'll be in his early 40s get a big big money trade one season in uh i don't know fucking denver and then win a yeah. trophy like uh everyone everyone seems to do
0: we've never you know like uh we said so i said to you that i think he's the 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 thing that's going to great about uh, to him this season and actually, again, something that we predicted in the podcast a few weeks ago is that the Bills' best chance of winning the Super Bowl was not this year; it was last year. It was last year. Oh yeah. yeah. It was last year when they were te- thirteen seconds and fucking a base level of competence at defense away from going to the AFC Championship game. And I, I, I honestly believe that they they would have beaten the Bengals, like they had a I basically because last year, again, this is, this is last year, last year is a different time, but and the Bengals were a resurgent team, but they were a better tooled team to face the Bengals than um, the chiefs were like the chiefs that there was a reason that the bills chiefs game was such a defensive shoot, uh, an offensive shootout. And it's because on that particular game, the, the, the bills defense completely dropped the fucking ball. Um, and the chiefs defense was weak and had been the whole season. Uh, and i just don't think the bills defense would have been that weak two weeks in a row like i think they'd have tightened up yeah. and beaten the chiefs and uh, and beaten the bengals and i believe that and i i think josh allen actually knows that he knows he put everything on the line in that game he did to be honest josh allen in that game in particular last year against the chiefs that was like he that was the best game he's ever played and it was his and it's it's almost it's so like cruel. Obviously, football is it's a team game, and it's cruel that he didn't advance to the AFC Championship because I b- strongly believe that have beaten the Bengals and would have been in the Super Bowl. Having said that, the Bills this and this year the Bills are have been the Bills have merely been when when we when I say they're a paper tiger, I don't mean paper tiger in the way that I think the Vikings are a paper tiger. It's almost like a like. When I texted you and said Bill's paper tiger confirmed, what I really meant by that is literally just that they they're not as good, they're not they're not that elite team like the Chiefs are, you know they're 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 just they're merely very 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 good.
1: And, yeah, they and they can also they can also beat players, they can beat teams. Yeah, and they can beat teams comfortably, but then they go up like. Just don't concede 30 points to Skylar Thompson. Like it's embarrassing. The Miami Dolphins.
0: You you know, the Miami Dolphins can be genuinely the Miami Dolphins can genuinely be annoyed that they didn't win that game. Like there was some really, there were some really stupid coaching things and things like that that they have that that frankly, I I will I I watched that game, and the only thing I'll say to you as a Dolphins fan is that I know that earlier I sort of used I did sort of poo poo your um your suggestion that the Dolphins coaching wasn't that good, um, and I actually having watched that game, um, I have to say like I do like Mike McDaniel in a lot of ways, but I think that his it he's thirty nine and he's a very inexperienced head head coach, and I think his inexperience really showed, um, in that game in particular. I think he'll get better. We'll see what happens with Tour. If the Dolphins don't get, if if Tua isn't coming back, um, the Dolphins should. The Dolphins are the biggest team that should absolutely make a play for whatever fucking big name free agent QB there is. Um, because,
1: I mean, yeah, I think the the Aaron Rodgers thing is going to be an interesting turn of events uh, if he comes through.
0: Yeah, like. I think that could, that's a genuine, I think there's one, one interesting about the dolphins for retiring quarterbacks that's really in their favor is quite literally their location. Like you're fucking, why not? It's, it's almost like, why not, you know, do, uh, do as millions of them, if you're a quarterback with like maybe one or two years left of your career, that's very good. Do as millions of pensioners in America do retire to Florida.
1: Yeah I mean we were, there was a lot of chat for that it was going to be Peyton was going to finish his career in Miami Yeah, that never happened I was disappointed in that cause he's probably my favorite quarterback of all time um, maybe that I, mean, I think that like the, do the dolphins win a super bowl with Tyreek Hill and Aaron Rodgers and this team uh, maybe maybe um the but you know that it it yeah, the inexperience really shows in, in yeah. Mike done because he's great and he's a good motivator of men. But, you know, we were put up against it a few times, a lot of yeah. times in the season. Obviously, we went through enormous swings of, of, of prosperity and horrible, horrible losses. And a lot of it's down to inexperience. A lot of it's down to like he had a few looks that are really, really effective. And if those looks didn't work, he didn't really have anything to turn to. Yeah, um, but I think the main problem for the Dolphins was on the defensive side of the ball, um, and I think Josh Boyer has left. Mm. Yes, yeah, so uh, so Josh Boyer they've, they've kicked Josh Boyer off. So they're keeping um, they're keeping Mike McDaniel in, just getting a new defensive coordinator in, and I think that might that might be worth at least two or three wins a season, because there was times that we were lost on, on on defense, particularly the games where we really needed the defense to step up. Uh, so mm. the games we didn't have touring. Uh, so hopefully the fin- fingers crossed that's not, I mean, I don't expect it to solve all of the problems, but you know, maybe we win another game. I mean, the problem is with this is you're, you're thinking about the next season already. And you're thinking of that. The AFC East is always going to be really bad because as much as they are, as we say, not as good as they think they are. It's two really tough games against Buffalo. It's two really tough games against, you know, the Jets, who are st- obviously they've got a lot going for them. Uh, they've proved that. They've proved enough just to narrowly miss out on the playoffs. And it's two games against the Patriots, who you can never take. Like, yeah. They've won a shitload of games. Yeah. Um, I mean, so it's just the fact that Mike Daniel just has to learn very fucking quickly what's good. Not to shit on the Bills, actually,
0: because this is all this also applies. To, not to keep shitting on the Bills. We've spent about 10 minutes doing this. Fucking Bills. No, we spent about 10 minutes doing this, but this also applies to them. They're in the toughest division in football, basically. Like they've got the Patriots, who are not going to be bad next year, I reckon. Um, the Jets, who are one piece away from being probably a great team. And, or no, uh, or, I'm not going to, no, f- fuck that. I'm not going to say that. It's the Jets. Like um, the Bills are, the Jets are one piece away from being as good as the Bills are this year. That's pretty. That's where I'm at with them, and the Dolphins are also one or two pieces away from being ex- an extraordinarily good team. So that is that's an absurd division to be in, and that's like you you can't. That's why that I, I think that's partly why. Like I, I honestly think the Bills know that they fucking missed. You know they missed at a time couple of years ago when. Yeah. There basically was only one one like the Patriots were bad. There was like one basically the uh, the, the Patriots were bad. The Ravens had like fucking um, fallen apart with injuries. Um, the uh, Bengals were like an up upsur- were a surging upstart, but they weren't you know necessarily the 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 the, the Chiefs were the only game in town. Ta- uh, the Chiefs were the only real player in town, and they know that that was their time now. Let's move on from that. Um what else happened? One more thing happened in Wildcard weekend which I just want to say this uh, the Cowboys look as much as I open up with how much I hate you you did defeat the Bucks and I'll give you that. Um I don't really want to talk about the game. The Cowboys destroyed them. Um the Bucks just weren't very weren't really good enough. Fine. Does Brady come back? Does he not? We'll see. He's very Yeah,
1: honest. they did it. Next. And the- yeah, I hope he doesn't. I'm done with even talking about it. Yeah, but then there's chat that he might come to Miami, and I don't even really want. Do I, It's like, do I want to see Brady lifting a fucking Super Bowl in a Dolphins jersey? Like that's mm. I can't really imagine anything more weird than that. I just um, don't like. Sorry, I do don't I want to. Win, how badly do you want to win a Super Bowl? I just don't know. Like I don't know. This is the Brady at this stage
0: is a bit more like Ronaldo, you know, except minus the like scandal it is it, that because I, I just wonder at what level it would actually improve the dolphins i think it probably would but like at what level like i think i'd probably prefer rogers um i also think that the my dolphins goodness. well the dolphins are also more built for rogers style uh so i think that's i think that would be a great move anyway divisional round so the divisional rounds overall my overall thoughts about the divisional round is that everyone won who you would expect to win Uh, again and more importantly they're all uh, not in the games in the divisional rounds I think a lot of people predicted to be closer than they were I think a lot of people and I think that always happens because at the end of the day everyone wants games to be close and tough and tight but they really weren't like the good teams won and they won handily the only weird thing that happened that was sort of close honestly was the Chiefs Jaguars game uh and in fairness,
1: a good part of that is because Patrick Mahomes got injured in that game. Um... <laughs> yeah, he still managed to play lights out with a very bad ankle sprain. I think this is his second yeah. ankle injury or his third. <laughs> it is. A... It is.
0: He tends to get bashed around a lot because I think he the 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 only the only concern I would ever have with Patrick Mahomes as a quick QB is that he is such a he's such a classic like gunslinger style guy that he will just like he will get bashed around a fair bit because you know he just he would he's always trying to extend it and make something happen, hurl it last second, you know, which is what makes him great, but it doesn't mean he gets knocked about.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean the thing is about that game, which is really cool, is uh, you know, I always I don't think that anyone Realized. Anyone, everyone thought the Chiefs were going to win, and the Chiefs did win. But I think it tells more about the Jags than it does about the Chiefs being really good. Because so obviously they played fantastically. Kelsey again, absolutely outstanding game. But if I'm a Jags fan, I'd be pretty happy with that. I mean, like, well, not happy, but you know, your team had a fantastic comeback uh, yeah. in the, the playoffs so a fantastic comeback season. You got a quarterback who you can build, you could just set things up around. He's looking more and more poised, and he went into the biggest game of his career and he you know he was he, he didn't win but these are the things these are the games that really turn a player like that into a, a player who's going to be uh a force to be reckoned with over the course of the uh over the course of the his nfl career
0: yeah i mean he's clearly very good he also doesn't like i i like i don't think i know they got a couple of decent receivers and stuff for him but like uh, i don't he doesn't have for example that he doesn't have like a Tyreek Hill or someone like that i will tell you this for free if they start the next season without one i will be stunned yeah yeah uh, It's going to be
1: obj
0: yeah or there are like there are um there are like f- receivers that i think you could probably um you can probably you can probably make a play for i think uh i think a good uh, like I think they could probably definitely make it. I'm pretty certain that Deandre Hopkins um, is a free agent next year. Uh, and I know the Cardinals won him back, but I think you could make a like, that would be an absolutely huge grab. Um, there will be, there is going to be at least one like major name receiver, because the thing is a lot of this is a lot of, um, a lot of what you, what you, one thing for our listeners about the NFL is that um, players will play. It's very, very difficult to build a championship team. Um, players will players do absolutely play for for money like they will go for, to where they're better paid but uh really bad teams really do struggle bad teams struggle to attract talent like sometimes a player for example will go to the to like when the the Browns and the Jags for ages were were play were places where big name players would often go in their when they sort of knew they were slowing down for fucking money because the Browns and the Jags always had tons of money why did they have tons of money because they never were any good fucking players that they had to pay that they had to pay them with so they regularly had loads of money at free agency and all that says is that they still struggled to attract star players now that the they drags... also had
1: so many losing, they also had yeah. so many losing seasons that they would draft really, really high. And if you draft yeah. really high, you pay like opening rookie contracts. And they also, yeah. unfortunately, drafted really shittily, which means yeah. you then don't have to play a, pay a second contract. Yeah, uh, for the most part. But yeah, that's uh, it's it means um, that they always had a little bit of space to play with.
0: That's no longer true, but they obviously the legacy of that is they still have quite a lot, like a lot of their players are on rookie contracts, and they have tons of cash. Um, so they will one hundred percent be able to make a play, and like and big receivers will, big receivers will want to go and play with Trevor. Like they've sit, they've got enough yeah. sample on tape to go right. Like, we want that we want to go like play with this guy. Um, and you know, by all reports, he seems like a great guy, like the sort of guy that you you, you know you want to have a good time with. So I think they'll want to. I I, I will be stunned if they don't have a like big receiver uh, join them in the off season. And it's not just that, but like that's not the only piece, but like it's a big one. Um That you know, Etienne, uh, Travis Etienne, I think that's the name of their running back. He's very good. Um, I, and also apparently him and Trevor Lawrence are like mates from college, so that's great. Yeah, I love I, it. Love it. Lots of lots to look forward to there. Uh Chiefs, the Chiefs just were the Chiefs, you know. And again, we've like we've really just not talked about them enough in. Um, in the course of this podcast, because the Chiefs are so expectingly good, like the one thing I will say is I'd sort of forgotten just how good Travis Kelsey is. Like this is a this is a right now in the NFL. There's almost an embarrassment of riches of pass catching tight ends. Um.
1: Well, yeah, it's that it's, it's a modified position now, and it, yeah, you've got to have these these guys are almost like glamour position. Like they they're always the more you know rough and ready receiver but now they are basically just a glamour position i think that's yeah. cool and i love kelsey i, I think the tight end I, I said this before if i was if i was ever in the nfl i think tight yeah. end would be the most fun position to play um i think it's the one that it, it's just exciting to watch Yeah, i think it dropping it off to the tight end and also if you think about the last the last good number of seasons of super bowl victories and you know you think about the, mm. the the Gronk and Brady is and things like that you have to have a really good tight end now it's it's part of the it's so ingrained so, into the modern game um
0: do you i i've i've i I believe that a good part of this is by the way is partly because of um it's about resource allocation and a lot of teams who um the way that NFL contracts work basically is that teams will it, it's not it's the, the way that contract negotiations work is for the most part is that agents will look at how much other players of that position are getting paid and go, right? Well, he's the best one of this position, whatever. So I want the best. So whatever this person is getting paid, I want a bit more than that, right? And that's how the negotiations sort of start. And traditionally, tight ends were paid a bit less than receivers and so what you found what you're finding is that teams are working out like that the amount of points or yards that they can get out of tight ends they're like spend per their spe- their dollar spend per like yard or point or whatever is actually like better in the tight ends because they're paying them less and they're doing they're producing all these things plus tight ends are just very very difficult to block now so but i'm just looking at the list of tight ends in in the league there's like Travis Kelsey... Uh, Mark Andrews David Njoku, uh Dallas Godda um Zach Ertz um will yeah. Disley like uh there's like uh TJ Hawkinson um for the Lions uh, there's Tyler he- uh Tyler Higby for the Rams uh there's like all these guys and you know what like these They're all... I I know I've left tons and tons of these players out. Like, there's loads and... Like, nearly every team now is trying to build a great tight end. The Chiefs still have head and shoulders the best one. Like, I really love... I
1: think he's now the greatest of all time.
0: Yeah. At Um, position. Like, the... I guess... I think the, the... The 49ers... The 49ers... Have a sort of the 49ers have a good argument that George Kittle is like the number two, but I just think that it's not like it's not really that close. Um,
1: yeah, plus I think like the the great thing one of the would I mean, San Francisco has had a fantastic playoffs with obviously defeating the Cowboys and just being fucking awesome to look at also they're very comfortable being the seahawks which they always going to in the wild card round yeah but what 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 having somebody like kittle in that squad has benefited purdy is you've got the safest pair of hands you can imagine yeah as your kind of like escape valve like do you need to drop the ball off for three yards to the tight end? Yes. Who's it going to throw to? Oh, we're throwing to a guy who's just going to catch it and, and just power through some yards. And that's why the game opens up with a player like Purdy, who's, who's very, very young, inexperienced. You want the safest pair of hands in front of you in Kittle. Loads of experience, very, very talented. Uh, and then that opens up the rest of the game. And I think that's why they've been so dominant is though the, the, those two guys connections. I mean, the Cowboys game is an interesting one. Uh, very weird score. nineteen twelve is a very weird uh, NFL score. Um, and Kittle led receiving for 95 yards receiving for the for the, for the 49ers in that game. Um, and that shows, I think, really that shows kind of a war of attrition defensive-based game, which it was. Mm. Um, but, you know, that's why you need a, a, a player like Brock Purdy. will absolutely love to see Kittle. Because what Kittle will also do is he'll help out in the huddle and he'll be like, he'll be the guy you're... when you've got a quarterback who's inexperienced and he's very young he's the Mr Irrelevant and all that yeah. he's obviously the head he's still the captain, he's still the leader but you need your number one, you need your second in command and you need a player like Kittle who's going to be able to tell you uh, give a bit more context as to the some of the looks you're, you're looking for because he'll also say look give me the ball I'll get the first down, let's keep going and I think that's why they're so good
0: yeah Um, Right. So
1: speaking of the 49ers, 49ers 49ers-Cowboys, that game ended in an absolutely ridiculous way, um, which is going to go down in history as one of the silliest things that has has ever happened. And it's kind of the last three plays uh, for for the Cowboys. Um, Their tight end, Schultz yes fucked up twice Lol. it's so funny that they they do it to themselves every single year and i love nfl players who know rules and there's so many fucking crazy weird rules in the nfl that sometimes you can make the ball do things that you wouldn't normally know just from knowing a backwards rule like there's a, a rule where if you catch a punt with one foot out of bounds it it counts as uh, turnover or whatever. Basically, there's insane shit that you can do. Anyway, mm. Schultz catches the ball. They need a first down. He gets it. Uh, he steps out of bounds, going backwards. That, unfortunately, mate, keeps the clock moving. So that's another 20 seconds off the clock there, like a minute and a half at this point in this game. Clock is running. Instead of spiking the ball, uh, Prescott carries on, snaps the ball, throws it incomplete, stops the clock. In that little two-play section, they lost about forty seconds uh, in, in hopes they could they could have been driving down the field to uh, to win the game. Second play that Schultz has the opportunity to make, wide open for the first down, catches it, doesn't drag his feet. Now the the thing that we've all everyone who's ever watched the game of American football knows is you need two feet inbounds to complete a pass, and yeah. you these guys train day in and day out uh, in training tapping their toes, dragging their toes. You see that line of, of dirt being popped out of the either the grass or, or the, the astroturf. And the guy just caught the ball and then just stepped up. He had all the space in the world, incomplete. And now they have to go for something absolutely wild. Um, and they – so that guy fucked up twice. And I, I would be disappointed in that player if I was if I was a fan of them. Um, but then I my, my head coach calls up um, – the annexation of Puerto Rico, as I think it's called in uh, the movie Little Giants, um, the stupidest play you can imagine. He set up with eight wide receivers and his star running back as a non, he was not a non-eligible receiver at center. So what the fuck was going on? Oh, and I was, I was at edge of my seat, edge of my seat at breakfast at, at the hotel in, in Thailand, looking watching the game on my phone ball comes back I'm like what's going to happen how has he drawn this one up passes it off gets smoked within five yards game over uh they are the 49ers are going to the AFC championship game um so funny um it was uh yeah a really funny ending to the game and I think now NFC championship game AFC championship game you're left with the four best teams in the NFL were the 49ers one of the four best teams in the NFL at the beginning of the season probably not but i would say that no team really should be disappointed if, if even a team like the bills everyone was saying they were going to go perfect but realistically mm. over the course of the season bengal's chiefs eagles 49ers have been the best teams um the i predict that the 49ers will
0: beat the eagles having said um, that having said that the eagles did look very good oh in, yeah the, in the playoff mode fantastic. If the Eagles, you know, like, I know, I know that, that in the last episode, we were like, mm, given shades of Andy Reid Eagles. Honestly, the Eagles playoffs, look, a game they look very good. And they, I think that they have a better defense than the Cowboys do. And so I do think that the 49, it's going to be a turgid defensive struggle. Um, having said that, I, I just, I still pick the 49ers to edge it. I just think they're a more experienced team. And that's, that's, a very trite thing to say, but I just think they are even with that, even with their like rookie QB. I think people, you're thinking too much about that. If you're thinking about whether, I think the 49ers experience across the field is way better. And I just think that that's probably going to be the edge. Um If the Eagles win though, good for them. I look forward to seeing them in the Super Bowl. That's basically, I've got, yeah, that's basically my thoughts about that. Yeah. Um
1: I agree. I think the 49ers are going to win it. I've, I've said they were the whole time, and I stand by it. If the Eagles win it, it's going to be pretty cool uh, because I, I, as much as I love the Bengals and I, I love Burrow, uh, I don't think you're stopping even an injured Mahomes at this point. Um, so essentially, I'm saying Chiefs are going to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm going different, um, by the way. I still think the 49ers are going to be in the Super Bowl. Going different. The Chiefs, are going to be, Chiefs versus these 49ers. I still think the 49ers are then going to beat the Chiefs in the craziest, uh, you know, Brock Purdy Super Bowl ever. But it also would be cool to see Andy Reid play against the Eagles. Uh, I wouldn't know who's going to win that because I feel like I feel like there's too much storyline for that to go any other way than the Eagles beating Andy Reid.
0: Oh, that uh, would be but... that would be very cool as a story. However, I cannot pick that as my Super Bowl because, I, because my pick is the 49ers against... The Cincinnati Bengals. I think it's gonna be that. And I believe that the Bengals will win the Super Bowl. Um, having said that, I think the reason is I think the reason is is because I just the I think that the Bengals are doing a similar thing to the 49ers, where I just at the start of the season, I just didn't believe the Bengals were bad. And I sort of thought that about the 49ers. You know, they were and like the Bengals yeah. like handled the bills and they did it with like and they did it in that sort of like suffocating way where they forget joe burrow who was great but like they handled the bills in a really suffocating like championship team way where they just beat the shit out of they beat the shit out of them and then they just ran the ball loads um when you look at the stats um again stats are, like yard stats are not that helpful but the um joe burrow passed for like the same amount of yards um, as, like, uh, that Joe Burrow passed for, like, the same uh, amount of yards as Josh Allen, and, like, it, it's that doesn't really tell the whole story because a lot of it is about, like, efficiency and effectiveness. And But the point is that the Bengals just, like, uh, the, the one of the big differences is the Bengals also had a shitload of running yards. There's a point towards the end where, like, frankly, I'll be honest with you, the Bills had given the game up, and the way I know that is that the Bengals had about six minutes to go and they were just running time down. And like, but th- but there was only, there's only, it's 27-10, right? A 17-point differential in six minutes has been done by thousands and thousands of championship teams before you, you know? Like, American football is wild. Like, if the Bills had scored at any point, game on, you know? Uh, and the Bengals were like, cool, we've got about six minutes left. And they just had, they were like, we need to run some clock down. And they just handed the ball off and just started running it. And that's one of those things where you know that they'd beaten the Bills so so much the Bills have basically given up because the Bills knew what that they were just going to run it and they still couldn't stop them. Like, you should... If you know they're going to do it, you should be able to bring their running down to a couple of yards. And they weren't. They were just doing, like, you know, four or four, five yards a run. Absolutely no problem. Running with Joe Mixon as well. That guy is... Yeah. That guy is... That guy is still just about... That as a running back, he's had such a like long journeyman career, and it's so he's he's never been bad. You know, he's always been been a
1: good flex running back. Yeah, he's always done a flex running back in fantasy, and um, uh, if he wins a Super Bowl, I'd be very happy. I mean, the thing is, I don't. much playing, which is like really good. Um, If I, I wouldn't know. I think maybe I'll go 49ers as just because I've been backing them for so long. But realistically, I'm not. Un- I wouldn't be unhappy with any of those teams going into yeah. the Super Bowl. And I think after all the years of you know, there are always being at least a couple of teams that I really dislike and I really don't want to be watching a Super Bowl like any time. Yeah. you know, fucking Brady's been in Super Bowl this year. I'm like I'd be hyped for any any of these teams to do the business um, for the for the in the Super Bowl. And I would think that every single Permutation of the whether or not it's Eagles, Chiefs, or or Forty um, Niners. Uh, I just walked into the bathroom; and it got echoey. Um, well, 49ers versus uh, the Bengals. I think we're in for a good game for the yeah. Super Bowl. Uh, and I think it's been a it's been a cool a cool season. And we've got one more week of, of really insane shit happening in uh, playoff football. Um, and but yeah, I stand by my my prediction.
0: Yeah. Okay grand uh so I had a nominee for playoff for, for um NFL name of the playoffs um yes and that's it okay I'm gonna do a little bit of editing to get that that's who that is so yeah it is a bill is a Bill's defensive line uh lineman called boogie Basham Junior
1: boogie Basham
0: yes please. boogie Basham Junior NFL name of the playoffs uh, we'll do a Super Bowl one um, we, we, can do an, we can do a championship game one I'm so looking we forward can. to the championship yeah. games like honestly like as just as you said like I this is one of those this is one of those AFC and NFC championships where I'm very much go team <laughs> the real winner is football because like I if any of them win good you know they all it really fucking sucks because if, when you lose because they all they all have qualities that every one of those teams has qualities that suggest that you're a championship team Patrick Mahomes um probably I think the um for a while uh the um for a while um the like the thoughts were that um that Jalen Hurts was definitely going to be the MVP um I'm pretty certain that Patrick Mahomes is going to win it
1: um, oh yeah, I think I think that that one's in the books now. That's ready. That's that's ready to go.
0: Yeah, like I think he's going to be the regular season MVP, and I just don't like. I I think he's going to be. I think his ankle's going to be fine as well. Like I think that this is. I believe that the Bengals are going to win, because but there's not. I've got no logic for it. It's just feelings, you know. But like the Chiefs were just fucking imperious they will they're going to like if they win they'll go on they might well win the super bowl they might lose who knows but if they get their second super bowl they'll do that like either way there'll be some like mahomes is just going to do some like superman shit <laughs> and i can't it's going to be so good yeah um i saw some shit about like uh fucking mahomes being like uh, the, the, one of the best players, uh, some some like, weird shit. So people were going like, oh yeah, well, Joe Burrow is the best at quarterbacking and Mahomes. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Mahomes is doing quarterbacking. I found that like Americans have, have this weird thing where like, if a player doesn't like do what you traditionally assume that the position does, they're like, oh, they're like a hybrid." I know like, it isn't like the, the, the purpose of the game is to score points. And Whatever it takes to score the points is the thing that player does. Like, the, the maddest thing about it is that the positioning in American football is only actually a convention. Like, there there are rules that are set to specific positions now, but like, there's no reason, for example, that you're running, you couldn't just have a game where you make your running back throw all the passes. Like,
1: yeah, that's, I mean, the Dolphins tried that a few years ago. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But it's it's all convention, and the game really the the game is weirdly conservative for a game that basically innovators win at. You know, coaches will innovate, devise systems that are slightly different, play with the rules as they are. They'll they'll win a load of games, and then everyone else copies them, which is basically how it works, right? And like so, the point, (laughs) but what the point I'm driving at is that there is no. Yeah, even with the tight end thing we were talking about, like there used to be a few good receiving tight ends uh, and there were like bl- hybrid blockers who are good receivers. And now tight ends are essentially like tight ends. Every team has at least one tight end who is essentially a star slot receiver. Um, yeah. There's a couple of teams that are bringing fullbacks back, you know, as a similar th- deal, like blocker a- and the what the fullback is essentially doing is being a tight end lined up in the backfield. That's kind of an interesting like little niggle. Like teams just kind of move things around. Like it's not a it yeah, and none of this is static. And whatever the best way of getting the points is, is the way that wins. That is my lecture about Mahomes and why he's amazing.
1: Nice. Right. Um that's it.
0: Yeah, that's it. Can't wait for Championship weekend. Well, have fucking can't fun wait in Thailand. For championship
1: weekend. I will have fun in Thailand. It's currently having a tropical storm outside, so I'm just gonna watch telly uh, okay. for for a bit, and then yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll actually one quick thing. I only saw I saw three pieces of uh, gri- well, I'll say gridiron uh, gear. I saw somebody wearing a um, the last. A replica shirt from the last cult Super Bowl, which was kind of cool, but it wasn't a Manning jersey, and I forgot which one it was. I also Mm. saw somebody in Bangkok wearing a Johnny Manziel shirt from time at the Browns, and the third piece of NFL merch I've seen is, well, not even NFL merch, I saw a Canadian dude dressed head to toe in CFL gear. He had the hat, the shirt, and he had a pair of shorts on, and he was getting off the flight uh, from uh, Bangkok to wherever I landed in the South. And I was very impressed with his commitment to the CFL. Uh, so good. Well done you. He was wearing green, but I didn't look close enough at the logo to uh, get an idea about the team. That's cool. Uh, because the CFL. It's fake.
0: The CFL have, have uh, is a very weird league, um, but they do have some cool team names like the Alouettes, which I they quite do. like. And we've gone through uh, them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The Alouettes. Uh, it's good. Anyway. Yeah. We'll, cut, we'll chat to you next week. Uh, see you later. Uh, thanks right. everyone for bearing with us while we had a little week off
0: yeah uh there's been a few technical difficulties with the recording of this but uh in fairness james is in fucking thailand like it is what it is um it is so please is. forgive any of the crackly sounds um i'll do my best in the edit to cut all of it out uh having said that please please do like please do subscribe please do share we're going to probably we're going to we've only got a couple of season um couple of episodes left and we'll have a bit of a regroup and think about how we can make this bigger and better next season
1: Wish we will. Nice one. Nice one. See you bit, man. See you Bye. later, guys. Bye.